Once upon a time, in a dark and stormy night, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times, in a galaxy far, far away, in a town much like your own, in a hole in the ground, there lived a hobbit. Ooh, well, I'm intrigued. Welcome to the third space. It's good to be back. Yes. Uh, oh man, Jamie, I don't know. I don't know if you've looked outside the window rec- uh, recently, but it's it's a stormy day out there. Yeah, it's um, you know, it's not thundering right now, but no, it, I, I expect <laughs> it to during our recording at some point. Yeah, I figure. I figure we get we get this out of, out of the way. Uh, <laughs> we tried to record yesterday, and we we're like, ooh, thunder. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, yes, but lower that like four octaves. <laughs> look, <laughs> not, don't actually do it. Now, you, now you, look, I, you understand that I have one. I go from one level to the other level. I skip over a huge chunk of range. I know. I can't I hit it. Yeah, I can't hit it. Uh, <laughs> but no, it was uh, there. It was thundering yesterday, and we were like, you know what? We just record tomorrow because yeah. we could both hear it on our microphones, uh, and then it's storming again today. So storming again today. Actually, um, all of Calgary is under a severe thunderstorm warning. So get ready for that. I just hope that when it rumbles, it's dramatic. Yeah, I'm just hoping that it times out well. Um, and because we're in different places, I mean, we'll guess we'll just sort of figure out if <laughs> yeah. it's, if, if we're people will be, up. Yeah, people will be able to guess how far apart we live by counting the like time lag between uh, thunderclaps. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you were like, <laughs> because they would see the lightning flash of the count to the thunder. No. So here, here's what it is. When the lightning flashes, then you hear thunder on our podcast. And that's how far away the storm is. <laughs> yeah. I learned uh, that from Poltergeist. This isn't live, Kevin. They can't do that. What? <laughs> Oh man! Um, welcome back. We're, we're happy to be back. Um, yeah, the world is crazy right now. Yeah, um, seems to get crazier every week. Uh, but we're here to provide a little bit of levity, a little bit of distraction, um, yeah. before we all get back to the world that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, just a, just a little bit of escapism every so often is not a bad thing. Everybody needs a break. Even if it's only for an hour. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I mean, it means we gotta do some comedy, doesn't it? Uh, we gotta make with the funny. Make with oh. the funny, funny man. Yeah, just just gotta stretch out them comedy muscles. <laughs> Don't want to strain your uh, comedy hamstring. Yeah, we gotta stretch out those the, funny bones. That's the, how that works, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say the hamstring's the funniest muscle. Right. Well, I mean, you gotta ham it up. Yeah, like like that's the that, funniest That's what it's muscle. referring to, right? Hamstrings? <laughs> right, right. It's not the ACL. No. No. Something funny with the ACL. That ruins sports careers. And I mean, it ruins regular careers too, I assume. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's some careers you could probably have like a torn ACL and still be good. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, there's something you just can't. I'm going to tell you a secret that I don't think I've ever told anyone before. I don't know what an ACL, where the ACL is. It's in your ankle. Well, I part, don't think part, it part is. Part of it's in your ankle. 
I don't think it is. I think it's higher up. Uh, no, it, it definitely goes down to your ankle. Well, I'm I I now kind of I now kind of want to look look this up. I just know that I don't just know that people tear their ACLs and then they're like then they wear those like you know the the knee things, don't they? The, the knee braces. Yeah. Well, the ACL, I, I, if I'm correct, is a very large tendon that runs through your leg. It goes all the way to your heel and up into your hip. So. That, uh, that doesn't seem. Uh, the anterior crucite ligament is one of the key ligaments that helps stabilize your knee joint. The ACL connects your thigh bone to your shin bone. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's thigh to shin. Yeah. It's most commonly torn during sports that involve sudden stops and changes in direction. So, it's basketball, stalker. Stalker says so, so this basketball stalking people, uh, you know, sudden stops changing directions when they see you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Diving behind and, trash cans. Yeah. Diving behind trash cans. Tore my ACL. Can't stalk anymore. Um, are we doing a, like, escort mission type topic? Is that what you're talking about, stalkers, Kevin? What? <laughs> no. No, I just mispronounced soccer and was rolling with it. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. What is our topic then this week, Kevin? Well, our topic is quite possibly one of the, you know, just the, the most famous <laughs> uh, Christmas films out there. Um, I mean, oh, uh, Christmas Story? Uh, no, not that. Uh, Christmas Carol? Mm, no, no, not that. Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Okay, you're never going to get this. It, Fro- it is the Frosty sem- the Snowman. Yeah, It is the seminal classic. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Okay. Elf. Yeah. Okay, I got it. Yeah. Good. Uh, it is the seminal classic uh, made by <laughs> wildly successful loud man. I mean, not made by Vince Vaughn, but he's starring Vince Vaughn. Mm. Uh, called Fred Claus. It was from 2007. Um, now, you may be wondering, this is a Christmas movie. Couldn't you save this for, like, Christmas time? And I'm like, no, because we have nothing. We're not talking about anything to do with Christmas. No, it's not about the holiday no. at all. No, it's a Christmas film, but it adds in something that is not Christmas-like, so it does not seem worth leaving until... Oh, man, we're halfway through this year. Yeah. It feels both quick and slow. Uh, yeah. I don't know how that's possible. Well, that's the glory of the adult brain, Kevin. I hate time. Yep. Okay. Uh, so what about Fred Claus, Kevin, uh, has got your knickers in a bunch? Well, let me tell you all about my knickers. Uh, this this film, for those who don't know, and I don't know how you can't know, uh, was about uh, Fred Claus being the older brother to Nick Claus being Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Now, in this world, uh, the family, the clauses, the clauses, essentially, the clauses. Well, I mean, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> they they have this child, and his name is Nick, and he is just the fucking best kid. Like, he's so sweet to everyone. He's just a nice kid. Uh, and he's so nice. He's so selfless. And he is full of such goodwill. That he becomes a saint. Now, as we all know, uh, as they say in the film, when you become a saint, you become immortal. Wait, what? Yep. <laughs> when you be- when you are sainted, you become immortal. And not only do you become immortal. Wait, there's more? 
your family becomes immortal. Wait, wait, wait. How how far is this? Is this like extended family or is no, this like it, your, your nuclear family? No, it seems like it's nuclear family. In the okay. film, the people who are immortal are Nick himself. Okay. Uh, his mother. Okay. His, and Fred's mother by extension. Uh, his father mm-hmm. and Fred himself. And Fred. Okay. So that's, so that's his mother, father, brother. Uh, his wife who he marries later mm-hmm. is also immortal. Oh, um, is she immortal because she's also a saint? Um, <laughs> I mean, she's Mrs. Claus. I don't know if she was ever ca- officially canonized. All I can tell you is that in the film, she is. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. She's presumably immortal. That's I'm, true. <laughs> I they they I'm, I'm gonna be real with you right here. They don't dwell on this weirdly enough. <laughs> they don't they don't like ride out what this means. We're not talking about a Santa Claus situation where it's all about that. This is something else going on, and they're just like, no, this makes sense. You become a saint, you get immortal, your family's immortal with you, you're all living together. Don't think about it. Which does mean that in this film, and they don't double do it at all either, that Fred, that Fred Claus is some sort of immortal man just winding his way through the world. Because he doesn't actually live at the North Pole. He lives in, like, Chicago. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I get, yeah. let's just make an assumption then with Mrs. Claus. Okay. If you marry a saint, you become immortal. <laughs> Maybe it's like it's like you marry a saint, you just become a saint. No, no, no. You marry a saint, you become immortal. Because if you marry a saint and you become a saint, then Ooh. your nuclear family's all immortal too. Yeah, you're right. At that point, yeah. like, <laughs> oh man, that, that's got to be a weird thing where it's like, ah, I've married this person now, I will outlive everyone. Yeah, and also, if you divorce the saint, you're not immortal anymore. Do you rapidly age? Like, <laughs> yeah, you turn into bone dust. Oh, so so like uh, right, uh, was it uh, the Last Crusade? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like gust of death wind blows your <laughs> particles into the ether. Oh man, that gives you a, <laughs> that gives you a real good reason to try to try to work through those. Ma- those I, I mean, stars. who's gonna divorce a saint, Kevin? <laughs> I they, mean, they deserve that death wind. <laughs> well, um, must, well, what if the saint wants to divorce them? Well, then it should have been a better partner, I guess. <laughs> mm, I'm seeing a lot. I'm seeing a lot of uh, saint uh, partner blame in here. Well, you know what? It's a relationship, Kevin, and usually there's blame on both sides. <laughs> but I mean, in this in this case, they have they have something going for them with the fact that one party will be dead. Yep, that's true. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's okay. They can be separated. You just can't get divorced. <laughs> oh. I guess there's like, well, well, we're separated for the children because they, we don't, I don't want their, uh, I don't want their mother, mother to get blown away by the death wind. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna, we're gonna just, we're gonna be separated. We're gonna be civil until they turn 18 and then she's going to die. (laughs) No, because (laughs) the kids will be immortal too, won't they? Um, presumably. The kids will be immortal, but their kids will not be. That's that's right. (laughs) No, no, they will not be. Nope. (laughs) <laughs> oh, so it means mean those grandkids, they gotta get sainted. They gotta what get if, canonized. What if, Kevin, 
Yeah. A saint adopts a kid. Is that kid now immortal? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if there's an answer to that that would make any sort of sense. Here's, here's the thing, Kevin. Yeah. I think, yes, they are immortal, but they never age. Well, I mean, I think that's the And idea. that's how you get elves, Kevin. Oh, no. Elves are just the adopted children of Santa Claus who has never grown up. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to include that, but because we're not talking about elves. We're just talking about saints that are immortal and that bestow immortality upon their families and spouses and children. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in in – Man, Fred Claus really dropped the ball here because they do, they don't even imagine like, wait, does I have a does Santa Claus fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, specifically Santa Claus, probably not. You don't think <laughs> he he just has a very chaste relationship with his wife. He is yeah, married. I think it's companionship, Kevin. They, so they <laughs> so he wedded her so because he didn't want because he didn't want her to die but whenever she's like here's the thing kevin even if they get down and dirty between the sheets yeah she too old (laughs) well you and you 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 know what i'm pretty pretty sure santa's santa's pretty old too i mean in in the movie it's paul giamatti you know sex rocket paul giamatti yeah Mm mm-hmm yeah Sex Rocket, trademark, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> yeah, trademark, the word Sex Rocket for Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Yeah. Brian, but I'm looking at the page here mm-hmm. that <laughs> I've never looked at Santa Claus' Wikipedia page because, honestly, why would you? Um, <laughs> they just give it away right here. The The, the final line of like the fir- that first uh, paragraph goes, Typically, after the children have fallen asleep, parents play the role of Santa Claus and leave their gifts out of the Christmas tree. <laughs> Tags on gifts for for children are sometimes signed by their parents from Santa Claus before the gifts are laid beneath the tree. Well, I don't yeah, know why. <laughs> Man, the, Wikipedia saying that so, like, matter-of-factly for some reason is the closest I have to ever imagine I would ever get to speaking to a serial killer. <laughs> Hopefully get <laughs> speaking to a serial yeah. killer. Um, I mean, Wikipedia does uh, kill uh, the truth. So, man, um, I, man, I really, I really hope a child's like, I'm gonna go look up Santa Claus on Wikipedia to see what I can learn about him. I mean, the parents can always fall back on that old gem of Wikipedia is full of lies. Anyone can edit Wikipedia. <laughs> it's, it's true. There, uh, there is no. Notably, there is no uh, citation for that yeah, statement. Where's your citation for that? Yeah. You where's your it? source? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, sweat it that way. I just. Yeah, that's okay. Um, okay, so. The real reason I don't think – and I'm going to move away from Santa here. The reason why I think that a lot of the saints won't have kids is because out of this whole situation, yeah, right, um, of immortality, it's the worst for the kids that would be immortal. Um, Yeah, probably because there's no way of knowing what – I mean for all we know, maybe because they're kind of like frozen in time – they have become effectively sterile. Uh, maybe, but but here's the thing. Let's play this out, Kevin, okay? Yeah, sure. Let's play this out. You're the saint. Okay. You're immortal, right? 
Yeah. That's great. You're you're immortal. That's great. Your cool. spouse, who yeah. whomever you choose to be, is also going to be immortal. You're going to be with your partner, yeah, for all of time. That's great. Yeah. Guess what? Why? Your parents are never going to die either. That's no. great. Nope. They got to live with right? me. Right? Yeah, that's awesome. Up in the North uh, Pole. And your siblings? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fun too. They're never going to die either. Yep. You got your whole family. No problems for you. Yep. Now let's move on okay. to the parents of the saint. Yeah. Parents of the saint. Oh, your kids are never going to die and neither are you. That's pretty great. Cool. Um, you know, not too bad for them. There's not really any problems for them either. Mm-hmm. Now let's go to the siblings. Guess what? You're immortal. You have a family, but anyone you marry is going to die. I mean, well, the, the person would become their, like, the, the saint's brother or sister-in-law. No, nah, I don't think I don't think you, so, man. You, you said that adopted children, like that, like, that is non-blood people becoming part of your family. You know what? You're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. So... Your spouse is okay, but your kids are going to die. Yes. No, I, th- I think you, you once again hit the thing where you might hit the edge of the bubble where yeah. because the, the, like, the nieces and nephews aren't, you know, part of the, that, like, nuclear, nuclear family. family. Yeah. Um, then, yeah, unfortunately, it, 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 essentially it sucks for everybody but the saint. Well, I mean, it sucks a little bit for the saint because their grandkids are going to die. I mean, yes. Um, but I, I'm of the mind that it might be because of them being frozen in time. They might be effectively sterile. They might be. Maybe yeah. that's the trade-off. Yeah. Because really, it's the worst for the kids. Can you imagine? Not not only for those kids. Yeah. Are you immortal, so your kids will die. But your spouse is going to die. It, and, and Kevin. Yeah. You still have to deal with your racist grandparents, and they're never going to die. I don't know. I, I think – I think, <laughs> and I'm just, just thinking of the bubble. I'm just thinking of, like, the way that this um, mm-hmm. this thing that if, if we let adopted children, like, into the family, then technically son-in-laws and daughter-in-laws would also become immortal. It's just the, it's just the grandchildren. <laughs> okay, then I guess we got to write out adopted children. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Like there, the, the we gotta I, close this circle, Kevin. I mean, like the the thing to keep keep in mind about about the adopted children is that is more of a legal thing versus a cosmic. That's true. That's true. Like, like I, 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 I guess you can still I, adopt children; they just won't be immortal. Yeah, I guess the, I guess for some reason the the um whatever you know this canonization power that is allowing well, it's, it's god kevin saints are only in christianity i mean there saints types <laughs> appear in a lot of different things oh oh there's like a, a wizard saint and a fighter saint and a rogue saint is that I what mean, you're saying i was just trying to think if we if we are going to like <laughs> like also bring in things like gurus and no Okay, no, that's fine. That's fine. We can keep it. We can keep it real, real, real tight to um, Catholicism and you know, Orthodox and Lutherans. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Geez. Okay. I was trying to figure out when. Uh, what like, like the actual Saint Nicholas. I think. Well, the thing is, like, isn't in most cases, aren't you not supposed to be sainted until after you die? Yeah. 
Well, a lot of a lot of people aren't sainted until they die, or they're sainted as they're dying, basically. <laughs> Just as a as a last hope to try to keep them to stay alive. No, no, no. They're like, well, you're gonna die, so I guess we'll saint you now while you're still alive to enjoy it with your <laughs> terminal cancer. I mean, that would be a rough time because what I was thinking is that maybe as time's going on, we're just like saying people and just being like, yes, this person who has died, they, we've canonized them. They are a saint. This you know, person, Ke- they Kevin, are a saint. Kevin, and then they did once to someone who was like just about to die. And the person's like, oh, I'm immortal now. Do me a favor, Kevin. Absolutely. And just look up, can you get sainted before you die? Can you get sainted before you die? Because if you can't, well, then when you saint somebody, you they get like re- resurrected as a new immortal person. <laughs> no, I think just their body would not decay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if if we're if we're talking about like a time lock, like you are stuck in that form for the rest of time. But why would it be a time lock? I don't know. Why would it be this other type of immortality? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like we, we we just have to make a decision what it is, and this this question might force our hand because if the question is you cannot be sainted until you're dead, then I think it has to be the resurrection one. Um. So it says the process. It doesn't have to be resurrection. We the the entire process that we're talking about is that when someone is sainted, they become immortal. If everyone, is di- if everyone is dying before they are sainted, then, yeah, then they're not becoming immortal because we're not – But their family is. <laughs> <laughs> if they are still alive, yes. So yeah. the process for, to make someone a saint cannot normally start until at least five years after their death. Sometimes it's like people aren't sainted for like a thousand years after their death. So, I mean, nothing like that. Uh, the Pope can apparently – be can waive this waiting period oh okay yeah so you so you can be sainted earlier but usually it's five years after yeah like so like mother Teresa um began the process of sainting her less than two years after her death so it is pretty like uh like you you do it after they die you don't saint people who are alive but i mean yeah, so well, that's this, the process. this is great, Kevin. So we don't got to worry about the saints anymore. We only have to worry about their spouses and family. Well, no, no, that that is just saying that the that we don't saint people till after they die. It's not saying that like legally, because apparently the Pope, like, they're like, oh, well, you have to wait at least five years. But the Pope can be like, nah, let's get it started now. So it's not like a tried rule, like cosmic rule. Yeah. It's just you don't saint someone. Saint someone. Who is alive? I guess what I'm saying, Kevin, yeah. is the when you realize that sainting somebody makes people immortal, it's not the saint you realize on first because they're dead. No, yeah, exactly. The first- <laughs> you realize it because their wife is still ki- – or husband is still kicking around or their brother's still kicking around or something like that. Yeah, and I mean and, – this- uh, And they're immortal now. <laughs> and I mean a lot of people who like might get sainted like – I mean they're – this is during a time when like, maybe your family – you know, you're very, very separated because you have – you know, you've done something worthy enough to become a saint. You're probably off doing stuff. Yeah, and your brother's just living in Chicago. Brother's <laughs> just living in Chicago. So, the, like, it's a, it might be hard. To be like, there's just these immortal people around. They're yep. just, they're just hanging about. Now, I have a question about this immortality, Kevin. Sure. 
Is this like Highlander immortality where like one thing can only kill you? Is this like you just can never die? Like nothing yeah. can harm you? Like yeah, yeah. what what, lo- what level of immortality is this? Yeah, you got to chop off Santa Claus's head. Are they the princes <laughs> of the universe, Kevin? I need to know. Okay. So. Now, once again, we are going to have to try to really delve into this Fred Claus film to try to figure this out. Because, I mean, it is a, like, family comedy, but I have to believe, because, you know, of stuff going on, because, you know, there's, like, um, like, like, Nick gets, Nicholas gets injured in the movie. He's injured and can't deliver his gifts, which, which presumably harm, harm means, harm can come to the the immortals. Yeah, I'm, I'm presuming that we actually are probably looking at the kind of immortality because they're very concerned about someone getting injured and things like that. We're looking at the kind of immortality where it is, you can still be killed. Okay. Yeah. But if you survive, will you eventually go back to your perfect immortal state? I mean, I imagine what it is that you have you you got to heal like like you know Nick heals up he does you know yeah um, but what what I'm saying is what's the limit of that Kevin like if he his arm got cut off in like ten years would his arm grow back no I think he's got an arm cut off okay yeah okay I think I think that makes sense because I don't think they are given like supernatural healing abilities they're so just what you what you're telling me is that they were not born to be kings. <laughs> I know you're referencing something. Yeah, the Princes of the Universe song by Queen. I don't know that song. They go, here we are, born to be kings. They're the Princes of the Universe. Jeremy, so, I... opening line. <laughs> Jeremy, I know four Queen songs, and they are about bikes mm-hmm. and champions mm-hmm. and m- becoming supersonic and mm-hmm. being bohemian. What about... Uh, rocking people. Do you know that one? I guess. I guess I know five songs. What about what about one about uh, fat bottom girls? Do you know that one? I I did not know that was a Queen song. Yeah. Uh, what about um, what about the one about Flash Gordon? I don't know that one. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. Now hold on one damn second here. Mm-hmm. This song about Flash Gordon. Yeah, there's a song about Flash Gordon. It's called Flash. I mean, that makes. I guess that makes sense if you're going to... It's, it's called Flash, Kevin, and they have a bunch of, like, movie dialogue interspersed throughout the song. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> so, so was that just Freddie Mercury just being like, you know what I really like? No, no, no. They did, like, the movie soundtrack. Same with the Highlander movie. That's oh. Princess of the Universe. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that's also cool, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they were. He wasn't just like I really like Flash Gordon. Let's do a song about that. I mean, that's he got he got hired to do it. That seems fine <laughs> enough. If someone's like, I really like this thing, I want to do a song about it. Yeah, you can't stop me. Stop yeah, me. the opening of of the Flash song is Flash. Oh, well, I mean, savior I kn- of the universe. Okay, well, see, the thing is, like, I know that bit of it. <laughs> so you do know it. Once again, I did not know it was a Queen song. I did not know there was a full song. Do you know the song that is about killer queens? Yeah, I guess that's that 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 one I you do know. You know way six, more than you know, four queen then. songs. <laughs> yeah, but I only consciously think about the, about like four queen songs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I see how it is. Bikes making someone a supersonic man, and Bohemian, and whatever the other fourth one I did. So I guess three songs. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I consciously can think of three songs. Uh huh. 
Uh huh. I'm yeah. disappointed in you, Kevin. I I I don't I don't know what you want from me. I I don't listen to a lot of older music. Well, I mean, what I want now is to talk about Highlander, but we can't because we're talking about Fred Claus. <laughs> well, the thing is that we already have a Highlander version of Santa Claus. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's, ca- true. that's called the Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this one rather is about you can become good. Okay, so maybe maybe it might help us. Maybe it might help us delving into how this works if we look over some of the minutia from the actual plot of Fred Claus. Because the thing is that you can kind of assume that this is unrelated, but maybe it's not unrelated. Like, when I watched it, I just assumed this is something unrelated to the fact that he is immortal. But perhaps, perhaps it goes deeper than that. All right, Kevin, hit me with that Fred Claus trivia. Well, I think the first thing that we should do before we get into that is commercial. Fine. I guess we'll bow our heads to capitalism. This week's episode of the third space is brought to you by green pens. I don't really know what I'm supposed to do do with this i can't do anything official because it's not blue or black i don't want to do corrections with it because people will think they're right not wrong i guess i could specifically draw kermit the frog or use it to color balance out this pencil case you know what uh thank you i guess i'll just put it with the crayons i got a couple weeks ago kevin yeah i'm uh I have such such a craving for uh, the minute details of, of the Fred Claus movie. All right. Well, to do that, we have to be introduced to the villain of Fred Claus, who is Krampus. an efficient an efficiency f expert. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the premise of Fred Claus, outside of all the family stuff, is that <laughs> a, that an efficiency expert has essentially come to the North Pole. And is, like, <laughs> he's supposed to analyze the North Pole's dwindling performance. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and gives him, like, a three-strike policy, essentially. And then I guess he's going to shut down Christmas? Seems, now, at the time, it's like... Seems like, like a poor choice for a villain motive. Well, it... It implies that he has a boss. yeah. It, Santa Claus is a boss. Or like that their country's being like, if you don't give those kids their toys, we're shutting you down and no well, one no, will get per- toys. <laughs> well, once again, it's performance. It is it, he is specifically an efficiency expert. Yeah. So if they are not efficient enough, mm-hmm. he'll be like, ah, shut it down, I guess. Shut it down. Shut it down. Sorry, kids. This toy had seven joints instead of just two. That's inefficient. Like I, <laughs> like, I think the well, I think the big thing that like, causes it to go down is that um, uh, <laughs> like, uh, you know, St. Nick, Nick injures his back. Um, Fred decides to, like, assign every kid as nice. Mm. Uh, and now they're unable to produce that many gifts, so they fall behind schedule, and then the villain is like, ha, third strike, you're shut down, no more Christmas. Now, they don't go really deep into it in the movie, because it's a dumb movie, uh, 
Wait, but, maybe this efficiency expert works for some some someone who doesn't want Christmas. Well, no, I, someone who I could do not care. Possibly do not be in care. charge of Santa Claus. Maybe like a Krampus. Well, no, no. The the, the reason the, they explain in the movie the reason why he why he doesn't like Christmas is because as a kid he didn't get the present he wanted. He has nothing to do with the overarching like power. Okay, the overarching power doesn't want doesn't want Christmas gone. He wants Christmas gone because he hates Christmas. He didn't get a present as a kid. It's that classic, yes. you know. So he's just a rogue jerk. Yeah, but he is – but he, that doesn't change the fact that he is working for someone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who does have the power. I Which don't I, think we have to assume. I guess we have to assume it's the church. I'm That's that's the thing. So like in it, it doesn't make – it doesn't clarify at all whether or not, you know, he <sighs> – whether or not, like, I don't, I don't the, think this has any bearing there? on Santa Claus's immortality, though. Do you? You don't think so? No, because you because don't... the the person who would be in charge of a saint would be the Catholic Church. Yeah, right. But uh, it doesn't. Maybe, maybe they're maybe they're worried about the efficiency of Christmas. Yeah, but here's here's the thing, Kevin. Yeah. In our world, in the world we're making right now. Yeah. If you sainted somebody and they were like, great, I'm going to do a thing called Christmas and I'm going to give toys to all the nice little boys and girls and, mm-hmm. and like I'm going to do that, right? Mm-hmm. And the church was like, mm, not efficient enough. You can't do it. That saint will be like, all right, well, time to go spend my time doing something else, I guess. Like, <laughs> like no, but that's that's the thing. I am our, – our job here, the purpose of ourselves, the purpose of our lives and this podcast is to figure out how does this work. Yeah. So what – so – we're, we we got to take we got to take these things from Fred Claus. For some reason, there is someone who is in charge of him. Well, we're not we're not taking the Fred Claus like um, hierarchy. We're taking <laughs> if you're a saint, you and your family are immortal. So yeah, I'm, I'm uh, my my confusion here, Kevin is is that once you're sainted and you're immortal why the fuck yeah. do you got to listen to what anyone says because they could unsaint you no you can't unsaint anybody you can't decanonize someone no way you <laughs> just, just to be clear you think you can get a divorce <laughs> which would cause someone to rapidly be killed by what you call it deathwind but yeah they're not the saint kevin we both know the cla- the Catholic Church has gone through vindictive periods. Um, uh, the Pope decanonized a saint in 1969. Okay, I guess they can do it then. <laughs> also, nice. Um, <laughs> he <laughs> Christopher, the patron saint of travel, had been decanonized by the Pope in 1969. Mm. Wait, yeah. was it Christopher Columbus? Was Christopher Columbus a saint before then? Who did they decanonize? I, I wouldn't be surprised he was a saint. I need to know, Kevin, if that was Christopher Columbus. Because if, if they decanonized Christopher Columbus, then good fucking job. <laughs> like, I hope that death wind came for him hard. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah they, can, they can definitely decanonize saints. It is full and within their power to do it. They just call it Saint Christopher. Okay, well, Saint Christopher. I'm assuming the Deathwing got Christopher Columbus. It's making me feel better. Um, nah, he was just a martyr killed in the rain by um, Emperor De- 
Decius. Great. Thanks, Decius, for killing killing Christopher Columbus. His most famous legend tells that he carried a child who was unknown to him across the river before the child revealed to himself as Christ. What? (laughs) What? Okay, so he's he's old. He's an old boy. Therefore, he is this patron saint of travelers. Wait. Huh? Why did Didi get decanonized then? This is very strange. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I. I. I don't know. Okay. Well, Kevin, um, we need to but, move uh, but, on from that story and instead talk about what that means for no, this you, world. <laughs> there's there's a there's a fresco of this guy <laughs> of him walking across a pond. You didn't say a river in this fresco. It's a pond. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a pond. Like two meters across, and he's got little Jesus on his back. Little, little baby Jesus. <laughs> little baby Jesus, and little baby Jesus is riding him at about the neck line, like a piggyback. Just like, um, not a piggyback, because like he has like his knees. He's it's like he's kneeling on his upper back. Oh, I see. And he's he's mounted he's doing, his head. Yeah, and he's doing like the Jesus one hand up, like in that heart. <laughs> picture like this is a this is a wild fresco i mean made. that's that's jesus's only picture pose that's his selfie Man. pose kevin yeah there there's a there's a lot of stuff that going on i didn't know that there's anything from jesus being a child why why was he just wandering about why did the saint carry him across a river okay are you done Oh, I mean, yeah, I guess I'm done. I, saints is an important part of this. No, I, understand I, I, I mean talking about that fresco. <laughs> oh, no, I'm done talking about that fresco. Okay, so uh, there are other similar ones that are also pretty great of him carrying, you know, what, Jesus in various styles. What this means, Kevin, mm-hmm. is that the Catholic Church controls its saints because it mm-hmm. can decanonize them and subject them to the death wind. Yeah, like it, it, it becomes this thing where, like, you know, maybe the first times they're doing it, they're just doing it because of, you know sainthood there are the the the, you know people canonize saints for you know demonstrating like charity and being good and faith and martyrdom a lot of martyrs get sainted yeah um apparently apparently the um uh, oriental orthodox church canonized all the victims of the armenian genocide okay but they're already dead so it's just their families yeah i mean that but i mean i have to imagine that once you figure out the power of the um, of the canonizing. I mean, but they did it in 2015. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So there is a controlling power for all these saints. Yeah. I mean, there's in our world as well. Uh, but, but it, it, you know, people are going through, they're just seeing people as they normally would, you know, seeing them a hundred years after they die. So they never realize the things. And then maybe they get a real good person coming through and they're like, Hey, the Pope waves the whole waiting period. They're like, you know what? Let's get started on the sainthood right now. They go through the process. They get them sainted. And next thing you know, <laughs> all of their immediate family are immortal, which they're going to have to find out, obviously, years later. I mean, they would, yeah, they would find it out much later. Yeah. But. So, I mean, at that point, then there becomes this incredible power. With the ability where where you literally have a church, you have a religious order that can bestow immortality upon well, people. He, here's the question, Kevin. At that point, you start being popes being like, I'm a saint. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the the question is is whether or not the Catholic Church decides who's a saint, or if uh, I guess in this world they they would have to exist for this power to exist. Whether Jesus and God decide who's a saint. I mean, no, it's a church. Okay, like, cool. Like, I'm, fi- the, I'm fine with that. We just need yeah. to be clear about it, right? We we, we got we got to go find the, by the rules by the rules of Fred Claus and in Fred Fred Claus, it is not that. Um, that like God came down and said you're a saint. It's that he was so good and so good during life that he was sainted, which is something that the church does. Well, then you know what this world does, right? Mm-hmm. This world has God kings. <laughs> I mean, uh, but who? Who's the God king? No, no, no. God kings, Kevin. No, they, but but think, who? I mean. Charles the first, or no, no, like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying literally. Tell me a person from history who was a god king. Yeah, I mean, what is what? What is the person who is a god king? Are they the person? Well, that's, number one, um, there's God Emperor, which is the Pope because he sainted himself. Mm-hmm. You know, and then and then <laughs> saying, and then it's 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 fiefdoms, Kevin, and anyone who uses divine rule, right? Like if you have a connection to the church and you're the king of mm-hmm. England or the king of France or the king of whatever, right? You get sainted by the church and you're immortal because you're the mouthpiece of God. Okay, yeah. That's the way that's the way politics would work because if the church didn't saint them, then that entire country like is going to raise an army and like charge the pope. I mean it it is And those are Protestants, like- Kevin. That like you you might have this thing, um, where essentially you have the the church, uh, you know that's you know they can make people into saints being, you know, this very protected thing because they literally can just be like, all right, you immortal king, you immortal king, you're yeah. an immortal king, you're immortal king, go for it, go get it, <laughs> go up there and get it, yeah, um. You know, and that's when Henry VIII discovered that he could divorce his wives and then a death wind would come. Um, <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then he starts his own. Well, like, here's the thing. You can apparently, because once again, we, we, have to, we have to clarify the fact that, like, honestly, a lot of different. We don't know specifically which denomination sainted Fred, uh, not Fred, Nick. Um, in Fred Claus, no. but by that logic, if we're just looking at the logic of someone who is sainted, you could start your own religion, much like you know. Well, no, you couldn't start your own religion, Kevin. You could start your own sect. You could start your own branch of Christianity, yes, <laughs> and <laughs> and start Satan people. Yeah, you could be like, I don't follow the New or the Old Testament. I follow the Remix Testament. <laughs> Remix Remix Who wants to be immortal? Who was on Noah's Ark? It was Cain and Abel at the same fucking time Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I do whatever I want I'm immortal I mean, I do think you have to be like recognized as a branch of Catholicism. You <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but but what does that mean? What it really? What does that mean? I think it means that you have to have a church somewhere and a congregation. You can't, yeah, you can't be like the Jedi religion, which has no churches or congregation. 
Okay, so if you if you can get yourself a church. Yep. Like if you can get a church and you get followers, and here's the thing And Kevin, yeah. you have some sort of Bible connected to the original testaments. <laughs> I yes. If you can go through that, if you get those honestly not that hard things. And why would it be that hard? Because it's been proven again and again that once you get that going, you can start sainting people. Yeah. And the only thing that I can imagine is that because you're also supposed to be Christian, that other people can de-saint them. Yeah. <laughs> if they find out that you are sainted. So it's almost it becomes this weird thing where, like, you don't want to be too obvious that you're Wait, sainted. Wait, are, are we creating a world of secret saints, Kevin? I think we're creating a world of secret saints. Oh my god, if Kevin, we're making the Illuminati. Well, <laughs> well, no, we're making a lot of Illuminati. Yeah, we're making several Illuminati groups. Yeah, yeah, Illuminati. Illuminatis. Yeah, uh, be, because, like, of course, there's going to be infighting. Of course, there's going to be fight. Of course, that stuff's going to happen. There's going to be all that things going on. Just, just looking at history. But <laughs> with this whole, like, you can be, you and your immediate family, of course, can be immortal, but any other Christian church, if they find out you are immortal, can be like, ah, <laughs> well, we're going to get our leader to de-saint you, and then you're just dead. They don't have they don't have to go up to you, they don't have to do anything, they just have to say, oh, you're no longer a saint. Yeah. Death wind. Yeah, death win. So it's in your best. It's in your best interest that if you are sainted to not, and you're you know you're causing a lot of ruckus. Yeah, to not tell the other people that you're also a saint. You'll be around forever. I've had a thought, Kevin, and has given rise to a, a question within me. Of course. What about Satanist? What about the Satan Church? I mean, yeah, sure. It is still based off of the Christian. Yeah, it belief is. System. So Satanists so, could saint and de-saint people. I mean, yes, of course they can. Yeah. Any any Satan like any church that that comes out of these, you know, Christian, these Abrahamic, maybe not maybe not all Abrahamic, probably has to be Christian, probably can't be Judaism or Muslim. Islam. Yeah, yeah, can't be. Um so but like if it comes from like the Christian uh belief system, no matter where it goes. You, you can both saint and de-saint. Cool, cool, cool. Which which means that which means this whole God King thing might not be as like rough as it sounds because if they start getting real shitty, some people are like, "Well, we have our well, own I mean, church. Th- a church that doesn't is, believe." This is where Kevin, you start getting balances of power. Yeah, right. You'd have balances of power, and basically, it would be like super high tension, super political thriller styles. Until yeah. somebody assassinated Archduke Franz Ferdinand, and then everyone would start desainting everyone else, and there'd be a, a world war. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you'd want to find some way to be constantly living, but not know that people know that you're a saint. Yeah, what you would want is a line of succession. It's where you could no, rule from the shadows, Kevin. Well. That or it's got to be yeah it's got to be like you you are the secret you're the secret saint and no one knows your because I think name is important mm-hmm. like like they they have to be able to be like Saint Christopher is no longer a saint yeah boom, boom. well and not that you do have to be I think a patron saint mm-hmm. well uh, I was gonna I was gonna bring this up is that 
all saints are the patron of something. Yeah, and you can't so, I mean, you can't have two saints that are the patron of children. Yeah, so I mean, well, I mean, but that's when they start getting really minutiae about it. Hello, oh, this. Uh, my name is Tim, and I am the patron saint of hot pockets. Well, yeah. Well, I was thinking of yeah, the minutia of it, where it's like, ah, oh, I am the patron saint of giving gifts to children, and I'm the patron saint of taking gifts from children, <laughs> and I am and the I'm patron the- saint of making gifts of children. Uh, <laughs> you want a kid? Here you go. Boom. <laughs> we prefer to call him the patron saint of adoption, but he really goes by that. So. I mean. Is it adoption or is he just kidnapping those kids? <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> like your your safest bet is if you become a saint. Like, and we're talking about at this point, we're talking about global level politics. Is that you don't let them know who in your family is the saint? I guess that's true. Yeah, there's yeah. a whole family. You're all immortal, but who is who? I who, mean, I guess which, they could which just one go, of them's the saint. They could just go through the whole family, though. Like, yeah, here but, I, mean, I de-saint Christopher Robin. Oh, it didn't work. Here, here I, de- the, I de-saint Rebecca Robin. Oh, it didn't work. I'm, I'm willing to give the idea that, like, whenever you look at all these things, I cannot find the actual specific process. But they do say it is a process. Like, and I don't know if that's discussion. Oh, so, so what you're saying is there's a ritual. I, I, yeah, I don't know how much we have to go into, like, you know, it being a full ritual but it sounds like you, like there has to be a a thing and there has to be something i mean r- really kevin you just don't reveal you, somebody gets made a saint you're part of the you're part of an illuminati now yeah so, so you, 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 think you all idea- go live on a private island somewhere and control the world from the shadows but the thing is like in honest in honesty it is really easy to be a saint yeah like it's 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 not incredible that everyone will all of a sudden become a saint because you still have to have an honest belief system and that you can't just be like I want to do it so I can be a saint. Uh, so there is still that, but you you think that I mean there is going to be a secret saint group of people who like you don't know who they are, so they can't be desainted. Yeah, a secret saint are, society. Yeah, who are secretly running the world, but you know there's going to be more than one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Like we're 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 not going to get into the idea of being like, oh yeah, that's it's this one group that rules the world. It's gonna be like, yeah, no, there's there's honestly a lot of them. Like pretty much every church has one secret saint group. Yeah, you, you might as well just assume that if you go to a church, they have some secret gate saint group attached to them in some way. There are some secret saints, and they're watching you, Kevin. They're watching yeah, and they're, waiting. They're watching you. However, they know when you've been naughty. They know when you're awake. They know yeah. when you've been bad or good. So be good, for goodness sake. I mean, that that might explain why Santa Claus has so many names, like Father Christmas, St. Nicholas, St. Nick, Chris They're Kringle. aliases. They're all aliases, because the, if you don't know if you don't know which one is his real name, you can, I don't think you can go down the line. You have to know this is the name that I am decanonizing. Yeah. Because like, cause if you're just like, oh, I think maybe I decanonize St. Mark, like, like, uh, yeah, Mark no. isn't just going to die out there. No, Deathwind's just not coming saint. for him. Well, that, well, that's where the patron saint of blank comes in. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm decanonizing uh, Saint Nicholas, who is the patron saint. Okay, Kevin, I, I want you to in- <laughs> archers in- interrupt me. Yeah, when someone would be de- like decanonized, okay? 
Sure. I hereby decanonize Christopher, patron saint of travel. I think like there. Okay. Yeah. I, I I think I think you I think you can't just do it in a field somewhere. I think you have to be in your church. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You got to be in your church and probably have an audience. You have to have a like people to essentially Well, again, you need a church and this. a congregation. Yeah, you need you need the congregation. You can't just secretly like whisper beneath your breath, "I decanonize Saint Christopher." Yeah. They're like, "What'd you say?" Like, "Oh, don't worry, he's dead now." I think that also <laughs> that also means though that in order to become a saint, you need a church and a congregation. I mean, yes, they, yeah, like you, the you, saint doesn't need to be there necessarily. I, but, I think that's the yeah. idea of the process. You have to go in front of a group, and obviously, bigger saints will. Or I mean, bigger churches will just do bigger ones because it is an event. We are canonizing this person, which means they have become immortal. But that's only for the ones that you, you put out there, and you make it. A, you make it like, you know, they're they're the they're the, they're the Those, sheep. They're the ones the, that you want P, to get the, killed. In. Well, they're the PR ones, right? You'll be like, yeah. oh, this person's really great, and they're part of our con- like they're they're somewhat attached to our congregation. Great, let's yeah. make them a saint and get that good PR so we can grow our congregation. Yeah, but, but I mean, like out in the public, they'll they'll be known by names like Santa Claus. They'll be known by. You know, they'll be known by pseudonyms. Yeah, they'll be Snooky, like the you'll process. Be snooky. Yeah. You'll be Snooky, patron saint of the shore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like <laughs> Patron saint of getting crunk. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you'll be the situation, patron saint of gains. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, yeah, because you don't want some... Um, some group across the world getting pretty mad at like your entire group and just decide, you know what? Let's let's desaint that famous PR guy. Let's desaint him just because we can. Well, yeah, that's no. bad PR for them though. Well, no, but you want to know who did it. Well, a group of people would because of the congregation. Well, yeah, the but thing you- the thing is, Kevin. <laughs> let let's say um uh let let's say uh you know uh, Barack Obama is a saint. Okay. Uh, hypothetically, right? Okay. And then, uh, you know, Trump went to a church and, and they decanonized Obama. Yeah. Right? Uh, you know, Obama gets hit with a death wind and mm-hmm. – uh, I mean, I mean, this, uh, it's, it's not like if if you're out, you'd rapidly age. Yeah, 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 right? Yeah. So um, – You have to already be out of your, your – Okay, well, let, let's go back. Let's say like Abraham Lincoln, Kevin, sure. saint, sainted. By sure. a church somewhere, right? Sure. And, and 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 Trump's like, nah, that ain't gonna fly. I'm gonna decanonize you in this church that's connected yeah. to me. Yeah. Um. But everybody loves Abraham Lincoln still. So if Trump did that, it would have repercussions for him. Well, yeah. No, I'm not saying just one person could do it because. Well, that's what like, I'm saying. Like in his congregation, there would be people who rebelled against. Okay. That. So so uh, sorry. We are different things. You're of the mind that the congregation could be unwilling. I was of the mind that like it has to be a agreed up like the person who's saying it has to be saying it to a congregation no. and they have to accept it for him to be sainted. No, they can be unwilling, but you prob- is- you probably <laughs> lose part of your congregation. That is that is a wild thing cuz that means that I could run into a church and just shout it out. No, 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 because you have to be up at the altar, Kevin. No, like, that's what I mean. I yeah. could run into a church, get to the altar, just saint anybody I want. Only the- only Kevin if you were a member of that church. <laughs> yeah, but ch- churches predominantly aren't of aren't about like no. 
<laughs> I mean, they would be in this world. <laughs> like in in this world, Kevin, it's a club. The, it, well, like in the but, in the world we're making, they would be like a country club. But if it be, they would make you pay membership fees. Well, no, but no, 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 no. It wouldn't. It would not be that because they still have to be a church. If if they start not being a church, then they're not a church. Well, then, <laughs> like here's, you can't, you, you, you can't thing, be walking Kevin, into there a Macy's. Are, there are, there are, and, and they're like, this is the Macy's church. There are Come churches, Kevin, that require you to pay a membership fee. There are churches that if you don't like do the teeth, like or tithe, whatever, however you say it. Like, if you don't do the tithe, you're kicked out. Like, but, there are churches <laughs> that already do that. No, yeah, there are there are terrible churches. But the question that we have to, that we are coming down to here, is what makes the church? What makes the church? What makes that the thing? Is it, like, if, if the idea, the idea is that we can't go away from the fact that in Fred Claus, he was sainted because of certain ideals. Mm-hmm. So we can't just be like, oh, and now you can just be complete, total, like, absolute, <laughs> like, a- like assholes and still have, like, this power in there. I'm not saying it's totally good because mm-hmm. obviously it's not. Yeah. But I don't think that – but I think the idea of, <laughs> like <sighs> – I mean, this, this is really going going. I mean, the, the the whole like club thing is fine because yes, that does happen, and you still keep the idea of you know the the church being based on the uh, was it the, the you know the Christian beliefs and your things are making this, and you have your own little sex within it. Um, yeah, I mean, oh, there, I mean, there are, I mean, no- there are literally churches like that were like we made our own sex because we th- <laughs> we think that like like people who are still good people but aren't like religious should go to hell mm. and not purgatory like yeah well yeah like and, and and noteworthy the way it has to be it's not that each individual church can do it it is the leader like of the of the sect can do it yeah like you like it, it just i imagine we'll probably see a lot smaller sects because of the ability to do that well basically I, the sect has to be as such everyone in the sect agrees what the sect is you can't yeah. have you can't have naysayers and rumblers in the back being like no, we also include like this. <laughs> like you can't have you can't have the pastor or the priest or whatever being up front being like we welcome all races and creeds and then have like somebody in the back being like yeah, except for like Tom, that guy's a dick. Like <laughs> well, but no, but I think that that is still a church. <laughs> like it it does it doesn't have to be a homogenous like no, no, idea no. of thought. But but the thing is, in this world, people who didn't agree wholeheartedly with like whatever church is there in thing would just leave mm-hmm. and go to another church. Which brings us back to the original point, which is if somebody assassinates a saint by just being like, Hey, they're no longer a saint in the secret church, no one would know. Because you can't trace it back to a church because you have already said that everyone in that church would agree with the person who's saying the things. Unless that person went wildly off the side, which you you think well, they wouldn't well, do. Yeah, yeah, but Kevin, people proclaim all the time when they do bad things. <laughs> well, yeah. Because but- the group will want attention, right? They'll be like, hey, everybody, you know, everybody who hated Hitler, you know, he was sainted by the church of, uh, of Nazis. But yeah, it- guess guess what we did? Yeah, that's right. Deathwind's coming for him. 
Jeremy, like, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about the people who will assassinate Hitler. I mean, I'm talking about the people you are. Who, who would assassinate, let's say, like France Duke Ferdinand, or the people. Just like if you're just assassinating somebody in the world. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're just re- if you're just going after some mook, yeah. But well, no. Even 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 if you're doing like a world leader in this world, the reason you wouldn't do that is because they'll just do your own saints back at you. I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's the entire point I was going towards. This is a world of just like like budding heads. Well, it's a it's a it's balance of power. We're back to before World War One. Yeah, if because if some if you if you decanonize their saint their top saint if you figure out their name decanonize them and they're killed by the dust wind and their entire family is killed by the dust wind and then you're like I did it it was me and they're like cool I decanonized that guy yeah well unless Kevin which you we, had a, which, you had a church that didn't believe in sainting people then you're invincible. I mean, it, well, I mean, you could just not saint yourself as well. Yeah. Like, there's a danger to being sainted as well. Like, once again, if you could, if they do it before you've actually had your natural lifespan. Yeah. That would kind of suck if you, like, you know, you you sainted and you've gone for 30 years. And let's say now you're, like, 70 and they're like, I de-saint you and you're aged to 70. And you're like, oh, God, saint me back. <laughs> no, because then you'd just, just be 70. Yeah, now you're just 70. Um, I did not realize this would be such a contentious uh, topic between us, Kevin. I feel, like, but... I feel like you were just just you know, making weird decisions on what humans would do. I'm just following my normal tracks of thought, Kevin. <laughs> if you'd like you, to follow our normal for... tracks of thought, please leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to our podcast. You forgot the the, the rule of kill back. <laughs> you kill one, you kill back. <laughs> if you'd like to kill back Kevin, you can tweet at him at strawmankweir. <laughs> That doesn't work. I have to kill them first. Mm, right. Then, then then you kill back. Oh. Uh, Some people call it revenge. <laughs> you, you can get me at Mighty Fuse and both of us at Third Space Cast. <laughs> <laughs> Our, uh, I, what, you, you, did you just say the Twitter? Yeah, I did. All right, well, you can get you an email at us at thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. And check out our website at thirdspacepodcast.com. And our theme song is Bye Rock Boogie by the Swing Orchestra. Join us next week on the third space when Kevin and I kill Clifford, the big red dog. Wait, we're we're what? We really got to work on our text abbreviations. Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. 